All right, so if you're polyamorous, is it okay to have relationships that are just about sex? No romance, no friendship even, just sex. Well, if you want to know the answer to that, stay tuned. You're talking about putting your fuck parts in my head where my brain lives. You know, in nature, only a handful of creatures made for life. But isn't that, like, cheating? We can't do this 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Why not? The safety word is banana. It is so refreshing to be with someone who likes to fuck outside the box. Here at Touch of Flavor, we teach non-monogamous folks how to overcome their obstacles and build thriving relationships. This podcast is about answering one question. How do you create loving, passionate, secure relationships outside the box, even if nothing has ever worked before? If you want to know the answer, you are in the right place. All of this information is 100% free. So please subscribe to and review our podcast. I have the, the let's talk about sex song in my head, Cassie. So what are we talking about today? Are we talking about sex? We're talking about sex, baby. Um, yeah, but more so than that, we're talking about it from the standpoint and the lens of if just sexual relationships are acceptable and uh, ethical or moral in the polyland. Yeah. You know, one thing that I find so interesting about our community is that we fight so hard and want so much to be accepted. And yet it is amazing how much we judge each other. It's just, it, it never ceases to blow my mind. And one of the latest things that we're seeing is this idea that it is not okay to look for relationships that are just sexual, that if you are looking for that, it's immoral, there's something wrong with you, there's no way to do it right. So we're going to hop in. And Cassie, you're going to have to start with this, because I know this is getting really kind of popular at the moment, but you had to tell me about this because it just kind of blew my mind. Well, and also, you don't you don't hang out on the interwebs as much. Um, but... You know, it's it's this concept. And so what it looks like is is folks who start the conversation with like, you know, I'm pretty busy. I've got, you know, a partner or two, and I'm not really looking for much more than that. I'm I'm looking for maybe somebody else that I can hook up with, have some sexy stuff with, do the things. And that's, that's what I'm looking for, right? And it typically starts off with someone being very, like, boldly honest with that. And then comes the flood of responses that are like, you're just looking to use somebody. Or, you know, why don't you just go pay for a prostitute? And why would anybody else ever want to just be your sex toy? That's so dehumanizing. That's awful. It's mean. And these are real comments. Like these are real things that people feel about this idea because it comes back to this idea of polyamory being about having multiple loving relationships and how those relationships need to be uh, fulfilling for everybody and everybody should be treated equally and well and all right there's too much stuff there let's just yeah Yeah. there's too much stuff there okay 
One thing about this that's so interesting to me is, and you see this all the time, but just how much of a shift that is from kind of the the tide even a couple years ago, right? It's just really, it's just really interesting to me. But let's go ahead and let's start addressing some of this stuff. Like if you are polyamorous and non-monogamous, is it okay to be looking for people just to have sex with? Yes, of course it is. Like you don't even need to watch this anymore. Like of course it is. But if you need to hear more, let's actually talk about it. And let's break down some of these things that people are saying, right? And let's talk about where the problems really are because they're not in the places that people are are saying, right? So, man, where do we want to start with this? Do we want to start with breaking down a couple of these myths? Sure. I think that'd probably be the easiest thing. Okay. Why don't you go ahead? So the first myth that I think happens quite often is this idea that by engaging in just a sexual relationship with someone that you are treating them less than that you are uh, treating them as, as like a lower second class citizen by having just a sexual relationship with them and by having that desire for that relationship to be that way. Well, and I'm Cassie, I'm having an unusually hard time breaking this down because I feel like this stuff is just so obvious that it's like hard to even start. I'm just going to go for a minute and then I guess we can go from there. Okay. So here's the thing, right? And, and maybe I'll just start from it about like, why people might want to be in a relationship where they're just looking for a partner who is only having, who, who, you know, it is just a sexual relationship. And Cassie, you, you'd kind of started with it, but you know, maybe I don't have time. It may be, you know, I'm pretty saturated right now. You know, maybe I'm, my time's taken up, but like, you know, I just, I have like some sexual needs. I'd like to get fulfilled elsewhere. Maybe it is, um, you know, I have, you know, especially in the kink community, you see a lot of well, you know, I don't get, this is a good example, like I don't get my toppy needs met at home because Cassie and bottoming, right? Nope. And Amanda's asexual. Mm-hmm. So, right, so there's, there's, there's a hundred different reasons, but at the end of the day, I think that what I have to come to and I'm like, what would the reason be? I think the answer at the end of the day is it doesn't really matter. Like it doesn't really matter what people's reasons are because what we're talking about here is the right and the freedom to choose the kind of relationships that you want and the kind of relationships that work for you and to custom design your relationships for the people in them rather than to go with whatever society is telling you is the norm. And isn't that why we're all here in the first place? We're all here and we're all in this non-monogamous space in the first place. Because we looked at what society said was available to us and we go, no, that isn't really a good fit for me. I'm going to build something for myself. So when, you know, we ask that question of like, well, why, you know, why would somebody want it and this and that? I I, I personally, I feel like the burden's on the other foot, 
right? If you're going to be telling people a way that they can't have relationships, then it falls to you to have a good reason why, right? If you are going to be restricting grown, consenting people, humans, from making their own decisions and living their best lives, then the onus kind of falls on you to come up with a good reason why that needs to happen. And the problem is none of the reasons that people give for purely sexual relationships being a bad thing are good. So now we, I mean, do we, again, do we even need to break any of these down individually or is it like, um, I mean, there's, there's I'm not usually in this much of like, I don't even know where to go mode. So really, I, I think there's a couple of things that I'd like to kind of stack if, if you're open to that, Please. that come along with the problems here is that starting with this idea that someone is being used in this situation or that you're treating someone less than is if there's two people who are down for that, who's being used? Well, and by the, my, the problem that I have is by saying that, right? By telling somebody that if you want this kind of relationship, it must just be for you to be used. You're taking away their autonomy to make their own decisions and to decide what's best for them. And you're telling them, no, listen, listen, listen. I know you think you want that, right? But really... I know what's best. And the truth of the matter is, you know, so one, one thing that, that we have that we talk to our clients a lot about is this principle of treating your partners and believing that your partners are adults. But this doesn't just go for partners. Like this goes for just other humans, period. Like if you don't treat adults like adults, you are on a slippery slope. And when you're telling somebody and this is this is the problem that I have with this whole idea of it makes you less than, right? If you are, you have somebody and they're like, hey, I want this thing. And you're like, you wanting that makes you less than. You're treating them like a child. And that's actually not okay. Yeah. And I think that is where the problems lie is that folks take the cases where things are being done incorrectly and apply it across the board. And this is something that the non-monogamous community does a lot. So, for example, if I'm going out and saying, hey, I'm looking for a partner. I want to have somebody that I'm having an entwined relationship with. And then I get into that relationship and only use that person for sex. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm doing it wrong because... The issue is not that I was looking for a sexual partner. It's that I wasn't being forthcoming with that, that there was agreements made that weren't kept, that um, I did it under free, like under false pretenses, right? So there's this whole thing where we take when something is done the wrong way and then we're like, okay, some people do it the wrong way. So this whole thing is bad. I'm also trying to figure out this using people thing because like if you're looking for a relationship where you just want sex and I'm looking for a relationship and I just want sex and anybody who wants a relationship where there's just sex is using the other person. Are we just using using each each other? other. Like how does that work? Yeah. Yep. You're using each other. Okay. Wow. We're bumping this this camera a lot. (laughs) 
and you're just not valuing that human as a human. Um, and as you said, when you were when you were talking earlier on, it kind of gets silly because I think for most of us as non-monogamous folks, we see the value in our relationships being different. If we didn't see the value in that, we would just be with one person. And if, I mean, I mean, we would, if yeah, we were no, like, it's a good point. Like we would just be with one person and nobody else. If there was no value in having different relationships, because any relationship you have with someone is going to be different than the one that you have with the other person. Yeah. At the end of the day, you, you get into non-monogamy and I think this is actually a quote from the ethical slot, which is, and this is probably my all time favorite quote of any any poly thing I've ever read, right? But, you know, we get to non-monogamy. One of the whole points of that is that we have different places with different people where our lives intersect. And I'm, I'm not quoting that exactly because I don't have it in front of me, right? But, you know, we, we intersect with different people based on where we're at and what works for us and what we want and need from this particular relationship at this particular time. Like, that's what makes non-monogamy so amazing. And when you're like, yeah. So, you know, what I would say oh anything else you want to say there before we go further no you can go ahead okay so again is it okay to just want a relationship relationship that is just sexual yes totally fine totally fine we have a few relationships that are just sexual and you know what those relationships are freaking amazing, amazing. right um totally fine to want that play partners very hot, amazing thing to have, right? So is it okay? Yes. Why might you want it? Lots of reasons, but also doesn't really matter. If you want it, that's totally fine. And I think this is where people get a lot of things wrong is they feel like they they get into these conversations and they have to like justify it. And when you're standing from that place of, I have to justify what I want, then it feels wrong. Mm. So, but let's talk about, so let's talk about where people actually stumble in this, right? And how to do it the right way to where it's not a problem. So the first thing that I would put into place, um, so, so a couple, let's talk about a couple of mistakes I guess people make mm -hmm. and how you can handle things correctly. So the first mistake that people make, and really I think the only way, you know, what, what makes this wrong is if you are not clearly communicating you're not clearly communicating to that other person what it is that you're looking for so when we're talking about relationships and fairness and you know i don't like looking at things in terms of equal but when we're talking about fairness the way we define fairness to our clients because fairness i mean relationships are never fair everybody's taking different things away and getting different things when we talk about fairness we talk about what makes the people in the relationship happy and healthy. So as long as this arrangement is making the people in the relationship happy and healthy, totally fine. Where people run into trouble is where they don't actually communicate what they're looking for in this relationship and people go into it with mismatched expectations as to what this is going to be. Yeah, and that's where the problems fall. Isn't in a not equal distributing of things, it comes in when someone enters that relationship in uh, 
with, with being given false facts or thinking that something is going to be different than it is. And unfortunately, that is something that people do because they're like, well, I'm not going to be able to just find a partner who is looking for sex. So I will make it sound like it's something else. Or they just don't know how to advocate for what they want. They're afraid to have the conversations. They think later will be a good time. And now by the time you get there, people are invested. There's a lot of ways you wind up there. But yeah, I mean, absolutely. You know, you have to go in with clear expectations around what this is. Like, is this just a sexual relationship? Cool. We both agree to that. Yes, that works for us both. Cool. Is there any possibility of going to something more? Either one's fine, just as long as we both know. Right. Um, but that's totally okay. As long as you do it right. The second place, anything else you want to throw on that before I Mm -hmm. move on? I think that's pretty clear. So the second place that people I see kind of fall into trouble is that they aren't prepared if it becomes something more. And I think that this is a mistake. So one thing that we do see that I do think is, I'm actually curious to get your opinion on this. But one thing that we do see that that can be really difficult is you have people, they go into a relationship expecting it to just be sexual. And now it evolves into something more, even though that was what people both agreed to. You know, now maybe there's feelings involved and they aren't equipped to actually deal with that because it was never considered as a possibility. Um, What are your thoughts around that? My first one is always go with the expectation of this. We can control our actions. We cannot control our feels. And that will serve you and your partners in your life so much better. Because the problem is a lot of folks think that they can go into these situations and be like, I can control my feelings and never catch the feels. And that's not true. We, we don't know where our emotions and feelings around someone go. So you want to start off with the understanding that that is a possibility that you or your partner or both or both could grow emotions or feelings. And whatever the decision is past that point is fine, but you want to recognize that that is a possibility and have a plan for dealing with that if that arises. What are the next steps? What are the conversations? What do you do when that happens? And I don't think that has to be something you have to like pre-negotiate in advance. Not like we go to our player partners like, now look, if this gets more serious, here's what's, if if one of us develops feelings, here's what's going to happen. But you should know know for yourself yourself what that is. Wow, the sun just went behind a cloud and the color totally shifted. That's nuts. That's so interesting. Right? But you should know that for yourself. And then I've got one more piece, but do you have anything else you want to tack into like mistakes, how to do this right before... Yes, I have a couple of Okay, go. So the other mistake that I think, honestly, might be the biggest mistake is that people go looking for sexual relationships to fix mm. or to supplement another relationship. And I think that is one of the biggest mistakes and one of the biggest challenges that folks create because... They're going into it, not for just the purpose of, hey, I have like sexual desires and needs, but they're really, really dissatisfied with the relationship that they have somewhere else. And they're hoping that this will solve that for them. 
And really, we're talking about trying to use non-monogamy to fix your relationship, which is an awful idea. And if you're wondering why, I think, was it our last episode? Yeah, it was our last episode. Watch our last episode Mm -hmm. or listen to, depending on how you're consuming this. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but I think that 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 is one of the areas that folks really, really get into challenges around is doing that. Um, the other thing that I would throw in as far as going about this the wrong way is having the idea that you can't make a decision up front about what you're looking for. And what we see is we see a lot of folks who are like, well, I'm just not... I'll just leave it all open and not say anything. And, and, and basically what you do is you let the other person dictate sort of where things go. So it's really a conversation around what are your boundaries and what is it that you're really looking for and not being clear about it. So the person is stuck because they're like, I don't actually know what I need and want. I'm not clear on that. And they end up in situations where they're now unhappy. So maybe you said to me, I'm just looking for a sexual relationship. This is what I'm looking for. And rather than taking the time and really being sort of introspective and and figuring out if that's something I'm okay with, I just go, okay. It's the idea of like settling for what someone's presenting you rather than actually looking for what you want. We see this a lot with folks who have been single or haven't been able to find partners where they just kind of settle for a sexual relationship when really that's not what you're looking for. And that's something that we see a lot with folks who are who who have been single for a long time is that kind of just going against what their real boundaries and what their real uh, wants and needs are because that's what's available to them. And that's where you end up in situations where you feel used and you don't feel good in the relationship that is just a sexual one because it wasn't something that you really were comfortable or okay with. Anything else? No, I think those were the ones that I was going to hit on. Okay, so here's the last mistake we see people make is, this is on the flip side, actually. So they're going into a a sexual relationship and they expect that because it's just about sex, then they expect it to be easy, right? Oh, you know, we're not going to get into all that relationship stuff. We're not getting all that feel stuff. There's not going to be as much time to divvy up. So it'll just be an easy thing to go to, right? Um, And this can seem easy, you know, whether you're just starting out or whether, you know, maybe even you've been non-monogamous for a while, but you've run into problems in the past with relationships that are more more involved. Uh, It can seem really easy. And the, the thing is to understand um, that isn't actually the case. I mean, there's certain things that are going to be easy. There's certain things that aren't. But at the end of the day, you are still in a situation where you're going to need the tools and skills to approach this relationship in a good way, right? You are going to need to be able to create agreements. You're going to need to be able to communicate clearly. You are going to have jealousy coming up in your existing relationship, possibly. If you have challenges in your existing relationship, this new interaction is probably going to bring those challenges into a really uh, kind of shine, a really bright light on those negative challenges. And at the end of the day, uh, on top of all that, you want to be able to be setting clear expectations and treating 
whoever your other partners are, whether it's sexual, romantic, whatever, in a way where everybody's happy, everybody's healthy, and you're treating them like a human. Yes. And I think that's one of the things that I want to highlight from what you said, which is you are in relation with the people that you're fucking. Even if it is just a sexual relationship. If you listen to the last word I just said, it's a relationship. You're still in relation to that person. So you still have to be able to show up to those interactions with being a good partner and with treating them well. If you want to know how to do that, we have a free training we put together with just kind of the five foundational pillars that any non-monogamous relationship, including ones that are just sexual, need to be healthy. And you can go ahead and grab up a spot for that if you go to a touchflavor.com. I got to get a little taller now. Ugh. <laughs> a touch of flavor.com forward slash pillars, put in your name, put in your email for whatever time you are available for, um, grab up a slot, go through, that'll be, you know, the best 35 minutes you have spent on your relationship up to this point. So like I said, a touch of flavor.com forward slash pillars, walk you through exactly how to do this stuff the right way. But in summary, you want me to sum up? Go ahead. Okay. In summary, is it okay to want relationships that are just sexual? Of course it is. Of course it is. And the onus is on anybody who tells you that it's not, right? Um, it is absolutely okay. It's totally fine. Those relationships can be amazing. There can be a lot of reasons that you want them. And regardless, like I said, really is nobody's business what your reason is, except the person you're having a sexual relationship with, right? And your existing partners, maybe. So with that, you know, you just have to make sure that you're going about it the right way. And really at the end of the day, it isn't about equality. It isn't about, you know, this, it isn't about people being used. It's a really simple question of, I'm a consenting adult. You're a consenting adult. What is going to make the people in this relationship happy and healthy? And if the answer to that is, we just want to screw, that's totally fine. You just have to make sure that that is clearly communicated that everybody is actually expecting that everybody's on the same page with that and understands that up front. And you still have to go into those, those relationships, understand you are in relation with someone. You do have this other human here who you are in relation with, and you still need to handle that relationship the right way. And not just that relationship, but all your other relationships that that may be impacting. All right. Anything else, Cassie? No. All right. So folks, Go ahead, like I said, sign up for that training, and we will see you all here again next week. Thanks for tuning into today's show. We release new episodes every week, so make sure to subscribe. If you're ready to transform your relationship and you'd like to see if you're a fit to work with us, here's what I want you to do next. Head over to atouchofflavor.com forward slash talk and book an appointment to speak with our team. We'll get on the phone with you for about an hour and we'll get you crystal clear on three things. What's really not working in your relationships, what your dream relationships would look like, and a step-by-step -step plan to close the gap and save your family, even if nothing has worked before. We talk with hundreds of non-monogamous folks like you every year. And here's the truth. Building loving, thriving relationships, that doesn't happen on its own. You need expert guidance 
to make that happen. And unfortunately, when you are building relationships outside the box, that's impossible to find and we get it. But that's exactly what we do. We've helped clients all over the world save their families, get the passion back and become best friends again. So if you want to see if we can help you do the same, head over to atouchofflavor.com forward slash talk. I'm Cassie. And I'm Josh. Let's talk soon.